Star Wars 7x7 episode 1984 today. It's a resistance briefing where we're going to talk about gangs in the galaxy and also we're going to talk about Kaz's Curse, which is episode 10 from season 2 of Star Wars Resistance. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So Resistance Season 2 Episode 10 is Kaz's Curse and this is a full spoiler briefing for the show so if you have not checked it out yet and don't want it spoiled for you then save this podcast for a later date. But if you're okay with me diving into the details then let's do it right here. So the simple and sweet situation of this is twofold. First of all, Kaz is whiling away the time while the Colossus travels in the midst of who knows where, which we'll find out exactly where, by gambling and getting a lot of money away from the pirates, which wasn't going the way the pirates thought it would go, and so one of the pirates curses him. This would be the pirate Leos, who is voiced by Steve Blum, formerly of Star Wars Rebels, and also previously of The Mandalorian, the episode 5 that we talked about just the other day. Though he was just a bit part in that as a tower operator for Tatooine's Moss Eisley spaceport, but I digress. Alright, so Kaz gets cursed and there's hijinks around. Oh my gosh, is he really cursed? And Niku, of course, thinks he's really cursed. And Kaz says it's just a coincidence, to which Niku says, or it's a curse incidence, which I just... Love little wordplay things like that, so that was good fun. <laughs> and also with Hypefazon calling him Kaztastrophe instead of Catastrophe. That always amuses me too. Anyway, so he's been cursed, and in the meantime, the Colossus is right on the edge of Guavian Death Space, which is a really sinister name for the space where the Guavian Death Gang operates. And rather than go around an asteroid field, an extra three parsecs that could alert them to Guavian scout ships, they decide to go through the asteroid field and they send the aces out to patrol ahead as the Colossus blasts its way directly through the asteroid field. Unfortunately, Kaz's ship has all sorts of malfunctions and a Guavian scout indeed finds them and gets away while Kaz is like, like squished up against the interior of his canopy because his seat keeps grinding upwards for some reason. Maybe the curse? Maybe not? Maybe it's all in his head, but we find out that Mika Gray, who was the character we met in a previous episode, the Relic Raiders, who is looking for all of these Sith artifacts and whatnot, is now in the Colossus and plying her trade as a fortune teller to make money while she's on there. When going to Leo's to ask him to remove the curse doesn't work, in fact he gets double cursed, that's when Kaz goes to Mika Gray who says, is it really a curse or is it because you think it's a curse, right? Just, you know, the whole business of it might all be in his head, but she gives him a totem that he can carry around that could prevent the curse from working, that could cure him of the curse. And he's like, is this really going to work? And her whole thing is, well, if you believe it will, basically. So it's all in his head. So... It turns out that, unfortunately, Guavian ships have come back in large numbers to try to subdue the Colossus. And according to 
Captain Doza, they're not just going to destroy the Colossus because that would be a waste. What they're after is extortion. And so they shoot up the Colossus a bit and then come on the comm system and say, hey, you're passing through our space. You can either pay a million credit toll for the pleasure of doing so, or we can take over the Colossus and turn all y'all over to the First Order. Obviously, that's not going to fly. So the Aces have to go out and fight the Guavian ships until the Colossus can get clear of the asteroid field and jump to hyperspace. Naturally, Kaz thinks that he is now cured of his curse and goes running to his ship, so thinks everything's going to be okay. But the little totem falls out before he can get on the ship. Man, he should have been protecting that a little more carefully. So, ultimately, he has his encounters while he is flying in space and realizes, oh my gosh, I don't have the totem, and has to start thinking positively instead. You know, it's all in my head. There's no curse. There's no curse. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Of course, everything is fine, and he ends up shooting up the Guavians, something fierce, takes out most of them, and ends up helping his ace compatriots until the Colossus is able to get clear, and everybody lands back on the Colossus, and the Colossus jumps to hyperspace again. And aside from the epilogue where Kaz gives Leos that totem and says, I think it's cursed, and makes him think he's cursed, that's pretty much the episode. There is a running series of exclamations from CB23, who is Kaz's astromech, where it sounds like he's saying, dang it, <laughs> on a number of occasions, or maybe something saltier for all we know. But that was also rather amusing. So yes, this didn't necessarily advance the whole First Order, New Resist or New Resistance, what am I talking about? New Republican Resistance, I mashed it up. It's not advancing that part of the plot necessarily, that's gonna happen well, I'll explain that after the break. But one of the things that Captain Doza says in this episode caught my attention because it's kind of a new bit of information. When they're talking about the Guavian Death Gang, he says that this is one of the most powerful gangs in the galaxy. And that struck me because we know next to nothing about the Guavian Death Gang, right? As far as we know about them, like we met them in The Force Awakens when they showed up on the Aravana to collect from Han Solo, and there's an appearance or two from them in the Poe Dameron comic series, and of course they're you know detailed in some reference books and whatnot, so there's not really a lot of information about the Guavian Death Gang, and there's not a lot of backstory about them either, but suddenly by 34 and 35 ABY, they're considered to be one of the most powerful gangs in the galaxy. That was a bit surprising, especially considering the fact that we have no history on them. And, you know, going back into the the legend stuff, like they never appeared in legends. And looking at the current canon now, where anything talks about crime syndicates, the Guavian Death Gang is not mentioned at all. So they are relatively new players on the scene. They're not even mentioned in Bloodline, the Claudia Gray novel. Not that they necessarily would be, but you know how they like to, you know, drop drabs and dribbles of things in there from time to time. So yeah, Bloodline taking place six years before the events of The Force Awakens, that might be a good time to have mentioned something about the Guavian Death Gang to say, oh yeah, these guys are starting up or something like that. But no, not just yet. So yeah, apparently we've got some stuff to learn about the history of the Guavian Death Gang if they have suddenly become one of the most powerful gangs in the galaxy. But 
I don't think we're going to hear about it on next week's episode of Resistance, which I will talk about now after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. So episode 11 is called Station to Station and Kaz and Niku are going to sneak onto a first order refueling station to steal an important piece of tech, but the logline says that plans go awry when they run into Tam, Tam Revora, and General Hux. Now, the guest starring list only mentions Elijah Wood as Jace Rucklin, so... You know, I gotta wonder if we're going to get Domhnall Gleeson in here as General Hux and that they're just kind of hiding this particular mention for a week or something like that? I don't know, but it seems kind of exciting the possibility that General Hux will appear in this episode. That's the deal with Station to Station. That's next week, and so we will give you the resistance briefing on that next week as well. But for now, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.